I'm committed to staying sober and I will carry on sharing my journey on social media so that you can see my progress. Hey guys, and welcome back to Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nix. Before we get into this, I'm just going to be 100% transparent, real talk, raw, real, ragged. Nah, fuck, calm down. But I just want to be transparent with you to tell you, just give you a little update that you didn't even ask for about um, how I'm feeling today, this morning. To be honest, I have spent the morning trying to come up with every excuse in the book. I even pulled out um, out of our little library the book of excuses to try to find a really good one to try to get out of doing this podcast. And it's just, hey, come on, man, come on, give me a break. I'm I'm pregnant, and my hormones are just really fucking out the gate. And this morning I've just woken up, I'm feeling unmotivated, I'm feeling heavy, I'm feeling fucking, yeah, all these vibes. But I'll tell you what, good friend of mine, she, she reckons it's those mornings that your fucking podcasts are like crazy good. So push through. And the other thing I wanted to just quickly say is that... On these mornings or or even on these days when I feel heavy and I feel unmotivated, uninspired, to even do something as simple as putting a fucking load of washing on or hanging it out or going and doing the shopping, I know for certain that the minute I've accomplished that task, you can't fucking buy that feeling. So here I am. I'd be lying if I said I'm absolutely pumped, but hey, I'm going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through this together because today's topic, it's actually got me pumped and amped to talk about because I've been asked numerous occasions this question. And so I'm really actually excited to finally answer this question. And the topic for today's podcast is what are the pros and cons of being a social media personality? So before we get into it, I think it's important to answer the question of how the fuck did I even get here? How did I even become a social media personality? For those that don't know, I've had my big mouth and face plastered all over Facebook, Insta, and TikTok for the last four and a half years. TikTok has probably been about a year and a half, to be honest, but mainly Facebook for the last four and a half years. And it started, I had just got out of jail and I needed to get, I have talked about this in previous podcasts, so you might want to go and listen to those, but I'll briefly just skim through here. I got out of jail, I needed to get a hold of my children's father, who had sole custody of the children at that time, and I needed to fucking let him know that I'm sober, and I'm clean, and I'm wanting to have another chance at being a mum to our kids. Now, at the time, I had no phone number for him. I was in Australia. He was in New Zealand. And I just thought, how the fuck am I going to get a hold of him? I had no friends at that time um, because I had just come out of active addiction. And if you've been there, you would know. And if you haven't been there, I'm about to tell you that 
when you're in active addiction, it's really a lot of the people that you know are pretty much just acquaintances. They're not really true friends with the best intentions for you at heart. So I'm out of jail. I've got no friends. I've got no way of contacting him. He's blocked me on everything just because I was lying and, you know, I wasn't being truthful about my sobriety and things like that. So he had kind of lost faith, fair call. And I was, to be honest, I was fucking lonely. I was alone. I was bored. And so what I did was I decided to pull my phone out and record myself. And the first video that I did was of me making a prison cake out of a can of Pepsi and a packet of Oreos. And you just do that and put it in the microwave and nuke it at like a minute, you know, a minute at a time. And it's the most moistest fucking cake that you've ever tasted. Anyway, while I was doing this cake and videoing myself, I just started talking about my life and just talking about the fact that I had lost my child and I had become a drug addict and that resulted in me going to jail things like that. Anyway, not many people know, but that first video was an absolute fucking flop. The cake turned out like shit. And so anyway, I thought, fuck it. I don't have anyone to impress. Nobody, even if I put this out on Facebook, no one's going to watch it because no one even gives a fuck about me. So I put it out on Facebook and there was a couple of people that, you know, had a look at it family and things like that and then I did another one again because I was bored so I did another one and this time I cracked it I cracked the cake I mean and again I just started like opening up as I'm fucking separating these Oreos for this cake so I had my camera set up and it was literally like I was standing there looking at myself in a mirror reliving my past and talking about it. And what I started to realize was actually it's fucking doing a lot for my mental health. I started to feel lighter. I started to feel like I was unloading. It started feeling like this was becoming my fucking counseling session. And again, I uploaded it to Facebook. And to be honest, I couldn't give a fuck who even watched it. I really didn't care if nobody watched it. Because what I started to get attracted to, so to speak, was the fact that every time I put something out, I felt just a little bit lighter. So I carried on. I started doing fucking videos of me cutting my hair, going across the road and diving into the fucking dumpsters to look for gold. Felt like a treasure hunter. I started doing kind of little cooking videos and all the while, while I was doing these videos, I would be releasing a little bit more about myself, a little bit more about myself. Anyways, I, ca I carried on doing that and what I started to notice was the likes went from like three and then the next video it would go to like seven and the next video would go to like 15. And I was thinking, wow, people are actually like fucking tuning in. Then they started getting comments on there like, oh my God, you're so funny. I can't wait to see what the next video is. And I was like, what the fuck? These people actually want to fucking see this shit? 
And I was liking it because not only was it helping my mental health, but it was keeping me occupied. And because I was occupied, I wasn't thinking about drugs and relapse. So it was kind of like a win-win situation. Anyway, I started doing makeup videos where I would utilize resources. At that time, I was on bail. I was getting no money from the Australian government. So I had fuck all. So what I would do on these videos is I'd find like a, a, I think on the video, guys, I said that I had, you know, brought this paintbrush from Bunnings. I didn't fucking buy it from Bunnings, no, I had no fucking money. I probably would have found it in the Salvation Army bins, to, to be honest. Anyway, I called those brushes that I had found just your normal, everyday paintbrushes, and I called them the MAC 2138 seven eight nine because I wanted to feel like I was one of those beauty vloggers so I would say that and um, I would cut the fucking paintbrush on an angle so I would get one of those flash brushes that those girls would have I remember when I started doing those types of videos where I was utilizing resources and Obviously, you know, it was quite known to the world that I didn't have money. I was really expressing my resourcefulness and creativity. And in the meantime, having laughs and and just really fucking having fun with it, really. And it was in those videos I saw they started to go viral. And I saw a lot of people showing interest in them. And... I would get messages from family, like cousins, little cousins and that. Far out, auntie, your video's gone viral. And at the time, I'm thinking, I don't know what fucking viral is. But I was thinking, fuck it, these videos, that video getting shared all around New Zealand. And then it hit me. Maybe if I keep doing these videos, somebody in New Zealand is going to show my children's father. And maybe if he sees me on these videos, he might give me another chance at being a fucking mother to these children. So I carried on doing them. I did them every fucking day on my way to my job that I had, on my way home, on the train, on the bus, anywhere that I could do a video, I started doing them. I started pumping them out there with hopes that somebody in New Zealand would show my children's father and he would give me another chance. From there, I came back to New Zealand and it fucking worked. I was home in New Zealand, I would say, for about two weeks before I was granted access through the auntie of my children to have lunch with my fucking children. And I thought, oh my God, social media literally just fucking helped me to get access to my children. Because I was doing these videos, they were able to watch my journey and see that actually I was fucking really giving this a go and I was sober um, and that I deserved to see the children. So from there, I just carried on doing the videos. Even though I had been granted access to the children, I carried on doing the videos to furthermore show their father that I wasn't bullshitting, this wasn't a scam, I wasn't just putting it on to get that access to the children. I'm committed to staying sober 
and I will carry on sharing my journey on social media so that you can see my progress and build that trust in me to have that contact with our children. And so I did it. In the meantime, a lot of people started jumping on board. A lot of people started kind of joining the journey. They wanted to see where this journey was actually going to take me. And along the way, I went through some fucked up situations and it was all over the internet, some really hard times, which we will get into shortly. And with me sharing that on the internet, on social media, what it was doing was actually teaching these people and showing people that were joining me on my journey life lessons because not only was I learning them, but they were learning them at the same time with me. From there, I carried on doing it, carried on doing the videos and eight months later of me consistently doing videos and I'm talking every single fucking day guys, for eight months, Monday to Sunday, and I would do about four to five live streams a day. Shit, I must have been pretty lonely. When I think about it now, I'm like, holy fucking hell, what the fuck was I talking about that many times? (laughs) But I would literally just do a live and sit there and have a cup of tea and a cigarette and fucking talk shit, talk about the birds that were fucking shitting on the roof, talk about the man over there who was fucking looked pretty dodgy. And I would just talk about anything. Anyways, eight months of consistently doing that, Facebook messaged my page and said that they were beginning to roll out a payment method for content creators and they wanted to try to do it like YouTube, where content creators would get paid for doing what they're already doing. They didn't have to make any changes. They just had to jump on board with Facebook and Facebook would start paying them. So they had chosen 1,001 Facebook pages around the world and my little old page was one of them. Long story short, that is how I was able to turn my normal little videos that I was doing because I had nobody to hang out with and nobody to talk to and I was trying to get a hold of their father I've been able to turn that into a full-time career. So that is how I got to where I am today. That is how I became a social media personality four and a half years ago. Now, what are the cons? The first one that I'm going to talk about is friendships. When I started doing these videos and things like that, obviously I started to attract people that wanted to be in my presence, um, that loved my vibe and stuff like that. And because I was, this was all new to me and I had, when I first got out of jail, I had nobody in the physical around me. And now I had a lot of people that wanted to kind of hang out with me and be around me and be on my live streams and stuff like that. It was cool and I was keen, but at the same time, it was really hard for me to kind of figure out what their true intentions were. Were they really there for me as an individual, as a fucking person, or were they there for Nick's, this person that was on Facebook doing all these fucking lives and all of that? So I feel like one of the cons um, was me having to figure out 
what people's intentions were before I let them in close into my life. Because in the beginning, I did do that. I let a few people in, and when I say I let them in, I, I really did to my everyday life, let them be around me. I would cruise around everywhere with them and things like that. And I just, I loved the company. But I'm not going to get into full detail, but fuck, I got so hurt. I got so burnt by those friendships. Um, And it fucking changed me. It made me put my walls up. It made me very guarded. I feel as though it made me have trust issues. I feel as though when our friendship dissolved, two seconds later, they were doing exactly what I was doing, which is cool. But at the same time, I felt like I had been used um, to kind of figure out how it's done and things like that. And then next minute, they were off and doing it on their own. So that feeling, I mean, nobody likes the feeling of being used. And I definitely fucking felt that way when these friendships dissolved. So that is definitely one of the cons. You have to be sharp in figuring out who the fuck has your best interests at heart. Otherwise, you're going to be taken for a ride. Otherwise, people could be riding your coattail and using you. And you just need to have your fucking guard up. And I felt as though prior to that, when I was all by myself and doing the videos and things like that, I didn't have to worry about that shit. The next con for social media personalities is the negativity. There are so many fucking people that don't wish you well. They can't fucking stand the sight of you. They don't have an understanding of if you don't like it, don't fucking watch. They feel like they need to project their negativity onto you. They have high expectations of what you should be doing on your platform, what you should be talking about and what kind of seeds you should be planting. And if you aren't doing that, then they're going to speak negatively about you. I've had people do live streams about me, running me down. I remember being in Wellington and on my way in the car, on my way to support a good friend who was doing a hikoi or a march to Parliament for suicide awareness. And I was in the car, I was on my way down there, and I had been sent a video of a male doing a live stream about me, running me down, talking about how much he fucking didn't like me and stuff like this. And it was just like, wow, I can't believe that people hate me that much and disagree with me that much when all I'm doing is sharing my journey and fucking not hurting anybody and all of this type of thing. And so there is a lot of negativity that comes with being on social media. The negativity can come from your own family, The negativity can come from people that don't fucking know you. I had a lot of people that were negative in the way of, so let me get this right. You were a drug addict for five years and you left your children to go and be on drugs. So you chose drugs over your children. These types of people I've learned 
have no sense of education around what drugs can actually do to a person. They've never obviously walked those shoes. And this is how I've had to find this out, whānau, is because I've had them blasting me um, with their negativity. But I've come to realise that these people are uneducated, therefore have no empathy, no fucking compassion. And to be honest, um, I'm in the right frame of mind now to say it is not my fucking job to teach these people either. Fuck them. So negativity is another big one. And just really quickly before we move on, I remember my son, he was, I think, 16, and he was going through that phase of wanting to become New Zealand's top rapper, which is cool. Hey, do you, boo? But I remember him doing a rap video and wanting me to share it on my platforms. And I thought about it and it was really hard for me to contact him and to let him know that I'm not going to do that. And the reason that I'm not going to do that is because of the amount of negativity that could come that I do not think my child is ready for. So I firmly believe that if you have children that are wanting to be on social media, their armour needs to be as thick as a fucking rhinoceros. Because when they put themselves out there, or even yourself, if you're listening to this, when you put yourself out there, you have to remember that you are open to the elements. That a lot of people don't have that part of their brain where they can make that decision that if it's something, some kind of content that they don't agree with, that they can just scroll past. They don't have that. And for me, my biggest thing was I'm not going to put my fucking child right in the spotlight for anyone around the whole fucking world to come at my child and um, and be negative because I don't feel like his armour is thick enough to protect him from that. So I had to make that decision for my child. The next con, it's not so much of a con, but... It is fucking hard, and that is balancing your home life with your work life. And I'm quite certain that this is just um, something for anybody in general that has mahi or work, um, and they have their home life. So for me, it's pretty easy (laughs) because I get sick of fucking social media, but it wasn't always easy for me. I found myself constantly being on my phone, constantly thinking about what I could come up with next and it actually took for my kids to say hey mum put your phone down and I needed that I fucking needed that so now you know during the nights I went from doing live streams every single day to which I still do now on my private page um, which is better living with Nick's but the minute that the children are home and that that's it I'm, I don't do lives for the rest of the evening so that's how I've kind of had to um, find that balance. While while my partner's at work and my children are at school, sweeties, I'll go hard out. But the minute that they're home, that's our whānau time. That's time for me to be in the kitchen doing motherly duties, cooking dinner while I'm listening to the kids talk about their day. And, and then maybe movies and a game night and things like that. So that's another crucial thing that I think you need to kind of work out if you are wanting to get into social media. 
area is you need to find that fine line between balancing work and balancing your home life. The next one that I want to talk about is losing yourself for likes. For example, here's a little story, and this is something that has stuck with me in my four and a half years. There was a lady, and she had a YouTube channel, and her YouTube channel pumped. And her YouTube channel or her content was she was this character. And she did all these little skits and, and this and that, and she was just fully this character. And people loved that character that she had created. One day, she decided to do some content on her channel of her just being herself, not being this character, just fully being herself, talking about what she does every day and just sharing herself with her followers. And what she noticed was that her followers started dropping. Nobody liked her true authentic self. They wanted her to continue being this fucking made-up character. So her numbers started dropping and this had a massive impact on this girl's mental health and she actually ended up committing suicide. And that scared the fucking shit out of me. And so I kind of swore right there and then that I was going to be me 100%. I wasn't going to come out on camera as a fucking character that people were going to fall in love with and then not like my true authentic me. So I decided that I'm going to fucking be me. And if you fall in love with me and, and who I am, then you'll love the little characters that I come up with later. And so that's how I started doing it. A lot of people jumped on board because I was saying things that they wished they could say. So I kind of had freedom of speech, really, and I fell in love with having freedom of speech. And I fucking didn't allow for anyone to try to change me or try to fucking take that away from me. So my little word of advice is if you are wanting to get into social media, you got to be yourself. Be your fucking self and always remember that not everyone is going to like you, that you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea and fucking be okay with that. Fuck them. If they don't like your content, they've got such a big, a big selection of content that they can go and explore. But you just stay true to you and fucking be yourself 100% because I tell you what, it is way too hard to wear a mask every day. So what are the pros of being a social media personality? And there are so many, whanau. Honestly, there's so many. The first one is that it can become a career. You can actually make a living off being a content creator and the thing that I love about that so much is that you literally can look after your family provide security for your family by doing something that you fucking love the fact that I get to support and look after my family by doing shit that I've always wanted to do ever since I was seven or eight or nine is that's a fucking pro oh my god that is a pro. Another pro is you're your own boss. You just get to do what you want. And so that's me in a nutshell, really. I'm at the stage where I can kind of choose whether I want to do this or whether this particular opportunity aligns with my morals and my values. 
Or if it doesn't, I'm at the place in my life now where I can say, well, actually, no, I'm not going to take that opportunity. Thank you very much, but it, it just doesn't align with who I am and what I believe in. And so that can come from being on social media, being a social media personality. The next pro is definitely the connections. There are a lot of people that I meet daily and I fucking love it. A lot of people that share their stories with me, that have found through me sharing my my journey, found inspiration and found motivation to live their very best life. And so I love these connections that I've been able to make. I remember as well um, doing a tour around the entire country. I started in Paihia, North Island. I went all the way down one side of the North Island, straight over to the South Island, down that side and came all the way back up New Zealand. So we had about 15 towns all over the country that I would um, drive into and we would hold space or I would hold space and a lot of people in the community would come down and would sit there and they'd all share their stories and that and kind of what we were, what I was doing was creating connections within communities. Next minute you've got, you know, Mary over here who's going through anxiety and has no support whatsoever and then you've got Alice who lives right across the road from me, sees her every day and is in the exact same fucking boat, no support, and is going through the same issues that Mary is going through. So now these two have become best friends and help each other out. They're their support persons. So the fact that I have used social media to be able to go into communities to create these types of connections, fuck, that is definitely a pro. The life experiences as well. I was able to get out there and travel New Zealand. I have also, through social media, I have also created a campaign which is called the Let Me Speak campaign. And again, this is just me creating space for people around our country to share their traumas and their triumphs, really. So every campaign, I pick a topic. The last one we did was about child loss. We've done Let Me Speak campaigns about sexual abuse and domestic violence. So I am targeting these very, very relevant topics that are happening in the everyday fucking life, bringing them out from under the rug, so to speak, using social media as a platform that people can share their traumas and let the viewers that are watching on the other side know that a, you're not alone. B, it's okay to talk about. And C, there is support out there for you if you are going through this. The next pro is the fact that I am able to uplift and inspire so many people from all around the world. So I've got people that tune in from oh my God, from Canada, from Australia, from London, from America from everywhere and the fact that I can jump on and share so freely what I'm going through and things like that and have support and provide support for people all over the world that is definitely another pro definitely I have utilized my platform by normalizing taboo topics 
The next pro is new opportunities. So when you put yourself out there and you're creating content and you're being yourself 100%, you're talking about things that you were passionate about, you're sharing experiences that you've been through in order to educate, inspire and raise awareness, opportunities are going to come knocking on your door. And this is one of the things that happened to me. TV opportunity came knocking at my door. I fucking answered it. I took it. I was scared as fuck. I didn't care. I still did it. And I ended up getting TV personality of the year. Which was like, what the actual fuck? Because if we just go back to the start of this podcast and I talk about the reasons why I started social media, yeah, I just didn't feel like TV was was a route that I wanted to go down. As the years progressed, however, you know, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. And um, when that opportunity knocked on the door, I fucking answered it. So that's another thing, is by doing this type of stuff, you just never know what kind of opportunities are going to come and snap at your ankles? And that brings me to my last pro. Obviously, there's way more cons, there's way more pros, but this is going to be my last one. Me doing social media has honestly helped me in my personal development. It's helped me to become fiercer when protecting myself from negative friendships, from people with negativity as a whole, from businesses that are looking to use my brand. And also, it has pushed me from getting out of my fucking comfort zone. Now I'm resilient, I'm ready to give anything a fucking go, even if I'm scared, I'll give it a go, and I'm just not scared, it's also taught me to not worry about people's opinions, because when you're on social media, you've got people's opinions coming at you every fucking day, so it's also taught me to just be mindful of the people around me whose opinions actually matter to me, who has my best interests at heart. So there we have it. Those are the pros and cons of being a social media personality. Like I said, there's many, many more, but that's all I'm going to cover today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me today. And I will see you next week on Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nick.